Hello and welcome to Redefine. I have my gorgeous friend and past client and sometimes present client, <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> here with me today. And we're, oh, we're going to dive into a topic that I'm really excited about because it's a question I get asked a lot and it has so much nuance and nuance and depth, which is how to be feminine and how to be sexual and sensual as a woman in today's western climate and culture and there's so much to talk to about this in general but first I'd like Stephanie to introduce herself hi thank you for being here welcome hi thank you so much for having me really excited to be here with you today so my name is Stephanie and I'm a feminine embodiment coach and a women's healer and my work is really focused on bringing the feminine back into every woman's life and like really for every woman to find her own truth and expression what the feminine really means to her and bringing the feminine into how she works into how she loves how she has sex like in every aspect of her life mm-hmm. amazing I mean it's so funny to me that we have to have these conversations these days because the only reason yeah. that you are doing the work that you're doing is because something got lost along the way which is kind of why we're having this conversation today as well absolutely so I'm trying to think of where to begin because there's so many uh, spaces but let me start here so something that a conversation that comes up in my groups and with private clients quite often is like how can we be sensual and sexual and feel really safe in our bodies to do so when we live in a society where women have been so objectified or their sexuality has been used to be commodified for marketing and things like that. And it no longer feels like if we, if for some women, because I don't feel this way personally, but for some women, it feels like being sensual and sexual then is no longer something that is just a natural extension of themselves, but a product of being a woman. What would you say to that? So I really feel like, I mean, depending on where you're from, how you grew up, what religious backgrounds you have, or even the country you grew up in, of course, you, we all come with a ton of conditioning. Um, And for me, the first step is really always to connect to the essence of what, what does it actually mean to be in your feminine And that for me is being, Mm. being able to truly be in your body, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because without feeling our bodies, like, of course, we then feel that sensuality and sexuality are completely, that they're basically off the menu because we cannot feel ourselves anymore. Mm. And I also believe what you mentioned around the media and and the marketing, all these things, they show sexuality and sensuality as um, even like a mask that you put on. It has nothing natural anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is when it comes definitely not from a natural embodied state. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want to, oh, this is so good. There's so many things I want to say, but actually I want to tell you a story um, of something that happened to me years ago when I first started dating this guy, probably like six years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, 
one night I think we're probably like four or five months into our relationship one night he was like do you want to watch some porn with me before we have sex and I was like I don't watch porn but like I'm open to the experience if that's something you want to try and (laughs) And like he went and found some porn and like I've I think I've watched porn once for five minutes when I was 18 in some hotel room and it was really weird and seedy and I was like what the fuck is this shit and like never watched it again. And so he pulls up some porn like something that he thought I might like and like five minutes in I just start crying and he's like this is not the response I was hoping for. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm just crying and crying. He's like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is happening? Why are you crying? I'm like, those women are not happy. They're not enjoying themselves. It's not even nice or fun. What they're doing is violence against their soul. And he was like, okay, I'm turning this off right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And because exactly what you were saying, like they, they were displaying, they were performative in a sexual way, but they were not embodied at all yeah. they're not feeling good it wasn't sensual it wasn't sexual it wasn't beautiful it wasn't like it was just for me a really horrific display that was not authentic not real was not connected like they weren't having a good time it was yeah. awful like, and I'm like and you want me to be turned on by this shit fuck no like I'm crying <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> he really he really expected something different he definitely did so needless to say I've not watched porn again though I'm I'm sure there is people who make really beautiful authentic stuff but like it just doesn't really interest yeah. me but the thing is here what you were saying is that it's not about performance it's not an act it's about being and so you can be sexual yeah. and sensual it doesn't matter what you're wearing what you're doing whatever it's actually in your essence and in how you express yourself and then you said something really interesting which is around being able to feel your body and this is where I think people women yeah get lost I think a lot of women are numb in their bodies absolutely and and I feel like you know of course a part of the numbness also comes from if I'm constantly objectified, if there maybe is even actual violence again, violence or a possible form of violence against me, I'm gonna shut down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or we have learned that sexuality is dirty and and yeah, like like one of the metaphors I always really like to bring is that. When we look at the chakra system, where we have the root chakra located at the sacrum, um, which stands for security, and this is also the area where our yoni, our, our sexual organs are located. And so if we are being so cut off and shamed for our sexuality, we energetically close off also from, let's say, the whole energetic region that stands for safety. Mm. Yeah. And- that for me that is huge like Mm -hmm. how will you ever feel safe in your body then or allow yourself as you said to even go there yeah yeah how can you feel and be and thereby the byproduct of feeling and being is like this natural sensuality and sexuality that exudes from women if we're so disconnected from it yeah and so then I have two questions because I know (laughs) everyone listening will have these questions one is why 
do we get disconnected? What happens? Like, how does it happen? What are all the different reasons why we get disconnected or numb? And then two, how do we reconnect and bring ourselves back into this embodiment, into being, into feeling, into being safe in our bodies? I mean, the why for me is a huge, um, it's a huge question. Mm -hmm. And let's say I believe on a collective level, we in the West, if we talk about the Western world, we are being brought up to really live and function from the body, uh, not from the body, sorry, from the mind. The mm -hmm. mind is really prioritized. Mm -hmm. um, and this is in our school systems. This is how we're being brought up. This is also what maybe our parents have taught us that it always has to be intellectually kind of, yeah, it has to make sense, you know, in a very mm -hmm. intellectual way. And mm -hmm. um, I worked uh, in my last job, I worked at the Science Institute and there is a lot I love about science, but it can also go into a direction where there is no more room for magic or feeling. Yeah, it becomes too cerebral and we literally get cut off from our bodies because we're constantly in our minds and we lose the ability exactly. to feel our way through life. Exactly. And I would say the majority of women that come and work with me on those topics, they're highly influenced by the patriarchal upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I feel like there is also a bit this, the trend then kind of, changed a bit there was feminism which is a very still a very important movement yet it also had in my opinion its shadow sides around women feeling in a sense of being equal I have to be able to be like a man yeah totally um, that happened I saw that <laughs> right? it's like, I have to be able to do all of the things and you know I just I just arrived in Rome with my partner and I, I was a week without him and I realized, oh fuck, I don't want I don't want to do all of the things. I know I can do them, you know. Mm. That's not the point, but it I realized how beautiful it is when I have him around and he supports me so much in so many small ways that I can just relax more into my being. Mm -hmm. Um and so I believe the why is that we have the patriarchal society, we have negative conditionings also around the masculine, very negative conditionings. Mm. And yeah, then we... Like, maybe... like what? Could you give an example? Yeah. So, you know, let's say we all know that the, the patriarchal structures we live in are a problem. But then most women, for example, who come to me, they're like... Ah, I, I really need to be more in my feminine, um, the masculine is shit. And what usually is turning out is their masculine energy or how they perceive the masculine is on a very, very toxic base. So they are very harsh with themselves. They push themselves over their own limits, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's like an immature masculine energy that they're operating exactly. from. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we really still unfortunately lack an example of what does the healthy masculine look like mm. and feel like mm. and without the safe masculine framework it is i would say almost impossible for a woman to truly relax into her feminine i agree yeah and so saying that like it's so beautiful to have that 
structure created in polarity in a relationship but it's also structure we can create for ourselves we can actually create these beautiful healthy masculine structures in order for our feminine to more freely and openly flow absolutely Mm. um I kind of want to give examples like for me for myself in my own life I don't operate well with rigid rules but I do need some structure like I know I need a masculine container in order for me to feel really safe and so I have certain ways of operating in the world in terms of meeting my needs it's really about meeting my needs so like I, as a human being, as a woman, what do I need every single day and how can I give myself that? And that's kind of the masculine container that I operate in. And then when those main needs are met or as those main needs are met, I have all this freedom to then just be intuitive and playful and spontaneous and creative. And so, of course, everyone's system is going to be different, but I know that for me, it's about meeting my own needs. And so it's basic things like movement, sleep, nutrition. Like I hate grocery shopping, but I fucking do it (laughs) because I know that that's like the masculine container. If I know I have a a fridge full of healthy food that I can reach to when I need to, that's me holding like holding that container and creating that healthy structure for myself it sounds so basic but that's what it is I completely agree with you and I mean I feel like I've learned a lot from you um, on this topic especially when I started my business you know providing a structure and I I feel like what you said is really beautiful because one of the practices or approaches I used was really like imagining a masculine part speaking to me or like really connecting with me and what would this healthy part do he would ask me what do you need how can I support you exactly that's it so that's how we create that healthy masculine structure that we need in order for us to sink more safely into the feminine it's not about flailing around wildly and being like this is me being feminine that's like (laughs) that's scary for everyone involved exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) I also think a piece at least from my experience and of course my background is in psychology so I'm obviously going to go down this route is (laughs) we've all experienced traumas in our lives so um I remember as a young girl having men objectify my body not in a sexual way but almost and maybe it was like when I think about it like why would you say that to a little girl like old men making fun of my bum or like making fun of my posture or things like that and and it really hurt me like made me shrink like as a girl as a woman being like I'm not safe in my body and like now I'm like why would they say that was that because they did have some inappropriate sexual sensation and they didn't know how to handle it and so then they spoke out like I don't know obviously I was also a small child so it's not like I can intellectualize it at that point but like I remember experiencing these things where men would make comments about me and my body as a girl and me feeling really unsafe in my body in response to that. And then plus on top of that, also experiencing trauma where I was um, verbally and emotionally abused and then disassociating. So actually leaving my body in order to feel safe. And so it took me a few years in my early 20s where I did a lot of work on myself Mm -hmm. and my relationship to myself to come back into my body and feel safe in it and recognize like how much disassociation had happened how much I 
like literally tried to escape my body because it didn't feel like a safe place because that's what my environment was telling me during my childhood and so that was that was my trauma and what I had to work through and I remember like the things that helped me the most was dancing dancing like dancing changed my life and I would dance a lot because suddenly I had to be in my body and like when you connect your body and the music together and you're suddenly in flow the mind there is no room for for the cerebral uh, like judging or objectifying or anything you're in this like fully embodied experience and that was insanely healing to me and then on top of that also like basically using like affirmations or like speaking to myself in a kind way in a way that no one had ever spoken to me before that Mm -hmm. never been modeled to me and then I remember like one day like putting moisturizer on my body and instead of like rushing past like just putting it on quickly like actually enjoying sensually giving myself loving touch and being like wow realizing that my relationship to my body was changing and then of course because everything starts with ourselves when our relationship with ourselves changes then our relationships with others change Mm -hmm. and that's when you start to feel like wow like I can feel really safe in my sexuality in my sensuality I'm allowed to express it I'm allowed to engage in it. I'm allowed to be allow allow people to also experience it and I have these healthy boundaries that doesn't that mean that they never will you know it'll never go beyond something that doesn't feel safe anymore but it all starts with us doing that work with ourselves first absolutely yeah and so when you work with women do you have certain practices or tools that you guide them through that you find very powerful yeah I mean for me I think I'm if I had to give one maybe I couldn't decide their tools two tools but let's say embodiment for me is really it's a love story for me I'm in love with embodiment since a long time (laughs) and you know it's funny because when I was around 18 19 I wanted to become a dancer Mm, (laughs) a bit of a late bloomer (laughs) <laughs> I did a one year like a uh, uh, dancing school and then I went to the US to New York to to take dance classes and to just yeah get myself fully immersed and even there when I came back I danced here in a company or like in a in a crew and what I really hated how women got objectified or you know it wasn't about how you dance but about your weight and your waist or how you look like in those hot pants Mm. and uh, there were a few incidents and I stopped dancing completely Um, and I also realized for me dancing in his choreographies there was just something missing Mm -hmm. like that freedom or or exactly freedom of expression yeah exactly and so I honestly can't even remember how I got in touch with embodiment uh, probably just through my own practice and so embodiment is basically that we combine movement sound and breath mm. so it's a tantric approach and the practice that I give all my one-to-one clients is get on all fours put on a good playlist and start moving like start moving from your spine and just move your hips take deep breath and if you can, if you dare, bring in some voice. <laughs> yeah. This is also usually where it stops. Like 
for so many women, especially in the beginning, you're like, fuck, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, we're so uncomfortable with our own bodies until we find that connection. Exactly. And even, you know, doing like a louder exhale of like a ha or something is like, <gasps> oh, no, no, no. And But this is being fully embodied means really mm. being open also in our throats and in our heart. Totally. Yeah. Also, I learned a few years ago that the throat is like a sex a sexual center like it can be a absolutely um, and really powerful and that's why like voice is so important and turning and then letting out those sounds actually that's another thing that reminds me of that porn like you know when I mean I only watched it that one time but like when they're pretending to orgasm and they're like yeah. ah! exactly <laughs> okay. no. I'm like I've never done that like a real orgasm is like deep and breathy and guttural and it's like yeah. uh, like it's a completely different thing like completely when, you, when it's embodied and you're not faking it <laughs> completely yeah I think there is so much being portrayed that it's just not reality and I mean this I don't know enough but I also I, from what I read and see it's like it's it always gets also a bit more violent or like mm. yeah just in a way that is it, it's not for the women mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe also not for healthy men so yeah it's not for men at all either because I'm like if that's your expectation you're never gonna be able to get it right sorry dude <laughs> exactly <laughs> um I would like to talk a little bit because you know a lot of the women who I speak to mm-hmm. think that in order to be sexual and sensual, they need to portray themselves like a lot of people do on social media. And I know that, you know, when I invited you into this conversation, you were like, there's something, there's a disparity there that we really need to speak to around social media and and peer expectations and how it's being portrayed and how different that is to true sensuality and sexuality. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about that and what your experience with that is yeah so what I've been observing and I think a lot of us have is that first of all on a general level there is I would say on social media there is a lot of sexuality sensuality portrayed mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of content and we can start with maybe even you know stars that are super well known um, but then it goes even deeper to having women who are coaches in this field who, who teach women around sexuality. And I might be a little bit, maybe my opinion is a bit extreme. So whoever listens to this, <laughs> use your own judgment. But for me, I always feel like there are a lot of women with huge traumas teaching on those topics. And mm-hmm. it's not like you, we all have trauma, right? I also have my own yeah. back to carry but I believe this topic is really sensitive. And one of the reasons I believe women come to me is because my energy is really clear in that in that sense. And mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan if someone who has, yeah, really is still working with a lot of trauma, then goes out in social media and puts up a video dancing sexily because she knows that this is going to sell or this looks good, but actually she's not feeling it. Yeah, she's not embodied. There's no integrity. Exactly. There is a lack of integrity. And yeah, let's say I'm I'm sometimes torn because in one way I want I want this this work to be spread, but I still 
believe also in in an age where everyone we can all name ourselves coach right mm-hmm. mentor whatever and that's good but it has it there is a lot of self-responsibility and integrity that we have to take yeah definitely I don't see that everywhere yeah I hear that and I agree with that I noticed that I am repelled by accounts and people who I can see out of integrity in all different areas not just sensuality and sexuality sometimes I see it with these like seven figure babes and whatever else and I'm like mm, don't believe with word you say <laughs> you exactly. can just sense it and so I think something that we need to really encourage everyone especially like women have such amazing intuitive sensors like when something feels off it fucking is no questions about it Absolutely. you don't need to figure out what it is you just need to trust that what are you whatever you're feeling is true and this is again coming back to like you have to build that relationship with yourself and your body to be able to feel Absolutely. that and know that but like to me the disparity like the it's so easy to discern between someone who's showing up with integrity and showing someone who's showing up completely out of integrity online and that's something that we all need to take responsibility self-responsibility around and really pay attention to and make good decisions for ourselves because this is really sensitive intimate fragile stuff our bodies and our sense of self and our identity and our sensuality and our sexuality are everything about around how we express ourselves in the world absolutely and I believe you know for many I mean I think the 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 topic of femininity is huge and it's ever growing. And there's so many women, young girls who really want to connect with their femininity, with their sensuality. And then some of them get sidetracked because they see this really shiny, glittery thing. Mm. And I'm not saying that maybe also a lot of these women, they have value to offer. But for me, as I said in the beginning, it starts with being and being, you can only be if you feel safe in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what we need to reestablish first. It comes before the G-spot and cervical organs. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, totally. You're never going to get there with if you can't even be in your body. It's so fascinating, this topic. I feel like we could actually talk about it for hours and hours. Absolutely. We need to have another conversation, but I feel like this is plenty for people to walk away with and really digest and and play with um what would be the best way for everyone to find you when they're after they finish listening to this episode <laughs> so they can find me on instagram uh, under my name stephanie christina engeli and what i have is i have a, an embodiment clause which is a really low priced offer for every woman who wants to experience um what we talked about and I think what I would love for every woman who walks away from this if you if you feel like you want to tap deeper into your sensuality your body really just right now get on the floor get on all fours put on some good music and start moving and see what happens and Mm. it will probably take two or three or four tracks Mm -hmm. and also you have to be okay with being triggered and feeling uncomfortable while you're doing all of that (laughs) absolutely and like go gentle on yourself but also be open and curious to discover Mm -hmm. what is your unique expression of sensuality and femininity Mm -hmm. because as you said we're so different and 
I always say my clients, I know that let's say in my looks, I'm hyper feminine and also sensual. Maybe that's why I teach on that. But you don't have to look like me or you don't have to look like Vienda or anyone. Like Exactly. Everyone has their own expression of that. And it's innate in every woman. It is. It's just about tapping into that and allowing it to come through. Absolutely. And I always say, if you found that sweet spot, you will never forget how it feels to be embodied and how like you will feel the the feminine or for me it's like reading a book like women who runs with the wolves there is something triggered in me I just remember I just know yeah yeah totally yes Mm. I hear that what a beautiful way to end this call thank you so much for your time I thank you so much